Welcome to my audio podcast. This is a daily devotional with me, Swen, your host. Enjoy. If this is your first time here, what we what I'm trying to do is just every day, Monday through Friday, to take a few short minutes just to read scripture together, to unpack a devotional thought that's applicable today, and then pray. And the goal is that this is something that you can learn from, develop, and continue to do. And so just to give you a short um, idea of what we have outside of the YouTube and all the video is I've also got an audio podcast. I'll leave that in the link in our YouTube video. And um, if you prefer listening to it in the traffic or when you're working out or running or doing something, cooking, then you can do that as well. Really just trying to help uh, to develop like a daily devotion and and uh, learning how to be with God. So I'm just going to go through uh, today. We're looking at Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 to 29. I'm going to read that, and then we'll dive into just unpacking it a bit. So Lord, I just want to commit this time to you. Thank you, Father, that we can be together. Thank you that we can connect with you, and ask that your word would be alive to us in this moment, and lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So the, the word for today's scripture is Jesus is teaching and he's saying, Beware of the false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruits, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and is thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruits, so you can identify people by their actions. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Like a person who builds his house on the solid rock. Though, it, though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he thought he thought, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. That's Matthew seven verse fifteen to twenty nine, and to be honest, is like there's so much that jumps out of these short passages of scripture for me. There is so much. Like number one is, you know, we're we are identified not with our intentions, but we're actually identified by our actions. And it's incredible, isn't it, that we judge ourselves by our intentions, but we judge other people by their actions. 
And the reality and truth is that it's our actions that define us. And so it's so easy even for me to try cast that on somebody else and say, great, like that's their, that's their actions and I'm judging myself by my intentions. But how about can I judge myself by my actions? Um, and, and then I can kind of get an insight. Hey, someone else might have a different intention behind it. Let's, let's rather just be, look at the fruits of our life and then beware of other people by the fruit of their life. That's Jesus teaches, like, it's not just what's happening inside, but or in our minds, but it's actually what's coming out of our life that defines us. But the real thing that, that jumps out of me is, is like, is so big. And it's, it's a warning really in scripture that Jesus is, he's teaching all these things. And he's saying, look, many people are going to come. Hey, Jesus, I, I did so much stuff for you. I, I, you know, I served on a coffee team at church. I led a prayer meeting. I led a church. I, uh, you know, I was the, the keyboard player in the band and or I was in youth ministry. And, and hey, I did stuff for you. Remember that. And Jesus will turn to some of these people and go, hey, I didn't actually ever know you. So depart from me. It says that, that, that if we try and do things for God and get into this busyness of activity for God without actually knowing him on a personal, relational level like he has invited us into, we actually have no part in him. So for me, even as a pastor and, and for people that are serving in our teams, I always want to bring us back to the, to the point of... The, that it's a relationship with Jesus that transforms our lives. It's not just what we do. It's not just the activity of our lives. It's not busy for God because we could be busy for all sorts of motives and, and reasons. But it's when we have this, this silent time with God where we close the door, close the distractions, and we actually just spend time with him, building a relationship with him. And we develop a secret history with God. That is what's really going to matter is that we have this personal one-to-one -one relationship with, with Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and through his spirit. And in that, when we serve and when we give and when we do good things, they'll have so much more meaning, so much more um, gift, so much more fruitfulness because the, 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 the heart, the, the action, all of it is centered out of a relationship with him. And so that's really what I'd love to leave you with today is, is kind of this question. Are you busy with God or busy for God? Are you um, too busy in life for God? Or can you take 10, 15, 20 minutes today, tomorrow, this week, and actually spend time thanking God, appreciating God, loving God, and building that relationship? And if you ever want to know how to build a relationship with God, it's, it's like through his word. We get to know him and through prayer, we express our heart to him. And I'd encourage you to do that today. And then finally, Jesus ends this off by saying, if you do, if you, if you hear what I say, what I teach, and you put it into practice, whenever the storms of life come, you will be strong and you will endure. And so there's just an extra motivation for us to get into God's word and to let his word change us and transform us. And so that's my thought for you today. And let me pray for you in that and for me. Father, 
I just want to thank you so much that you are so kind to us. I thank you, Father, that you've given Jesus Christ, your one and only son for us, that we might be redeemed and have a relationship with you. There is nothing we can do to ever earn a right place with you. It's all on your grace of, this, of, of what Jesus has done for us, of your love. And so, Lord, I pray that we would never get too busy for you or get busy to do your work without coming to that relationship. So, Lord, I, we open up our hearts to you today. And I ask you, Father, that we would always pursue a secret and private time with you where we can grow. And Lord, I pray for every person that's watching or listening to this. And I ask you, God, that today there would be a moment of relational connection with you, that you would just show your pleasure upon them or show an area of life that, that we need to work on. Commit this to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Guys, have an awesome time. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this devotional. I hope it helps you today.